Everybody, please welcome the illustrious Damien Clark. How you doing, mate? What does illustrious mean? <laughs> the illustrious career, you know, the amazing career uh, that spans okay. across decades. Are we safe to say that, that now? How do you spell that? Uh, absolutely no fucking clue. But <laughs> uh, spanning, God, dude, yeah, spanning, yeah, around thirty years. Thirty years yeah. now. Wow. Yeah, so, I, started, I got started as a kid. Yeah, you started when you were eleven, if I'm not mistaken, right? Something like that. Yeah. And was that on a movie? I'm guessing that first role. Yeah, yeah, in Canada, in Vancouver, uh, it was a, a movie of the week where I played William Shatner's son. And Sybil Shepherd from the Mamas and the Papas. I was too young at the time to know who the hell they were. But later on, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Shell Phillips's kid. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then uh, some TV series and whatnot after that, and et cetera, et cetera. Did you get the bug at that in that first gig, or did it take a while for you to to realize this is what you were going to do as a career? No, man. I, I just it was. Uh, I don't know. I kind of just fell into it. And yeah. then uh, I did it for a while and I started of having like uh, uh, tutors and whatnot and didn't really uh, go to school much anymore. And then uh, sports and stuff like that fell away. And so I, I, I dropped it around uh, 15 probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and you went all in at that point? Pretty much. It just kind of happened real fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, and, and working with people like Keanu Reeves and, and Robert Downey Jr., I mean, that must have been a, an amazing opportunity as well. I don't know if anyone watching has seen A Scanner Darkly. Fantastic little film. Do you remember yeah. much about that? I, uh, no, I was drunk the whole time, so <laughs> really. Really? Okay. What if, was, what if I wasn't? I was just being really honest about it. <laughs> like a few. All right. You doing okay now, though? Yeah, I'm all right now. Yeah. So far out. Yes. Uh, you- no, it was incredible. It was incredible. I mean, I got, how do you, you know, getting a group like that in one room, right? So metaphorically speaking, well, actually, no, for the table raid. Uh, <laughs> but he was in one room. Um, but yeah, we had, you know, Winona Ryder, Woody Harrelson, uh, Ken Reeves, yeah. et cetera. Do you, do you go back and look at that sort of stuff, like your work on all these shows and, and movies? Or Dude, I hate watching myself, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had to record myself for something last night, and I, I just couldn't even bear to watch it. <laughs> Still, even all these years later, you're never going to be happy with it. It's <laughs> it's freaking torture. Really, and you kind of have to sometimes. Like some when I'm on set, I'll uh, depending on the scene, like I'll, I'll want to see playback on it, just for technical reasons. But yeah. I'm never happy with the performance ever. I don't think I don't know who is. I don't know who looks at the dailies or the or playback and goes, "Yeah, I'm awesome." Is that a is that just a strive for perfection? I don't, because there's always something, man. Right. There's always something. You're looking for uh, the negatives, uh, not the positives of the performance. Right. Yeah. Well, especially if you've taken a lot of acting classes or you know yeah. trained a lot. They're they're always going to pick you apart. Whatever, whatever little thing you've got going on. Uh, there's always a list like say you're in an acting class and you you know you do a scene and uh you wait for the feedback from whatever acting teacher and they've got a list of like i know however many things you fucked up on yeah yeah right so tell me i'm I'm speaking to you yeah i'm speaking to you now and i'm i'm thinking damien's a bloody 
hell of a bloke. How the hell is this guy just always these heinous villains? <laughs> a hell of a bloke. Um, you know, it's I like... I'm going to put that on my business card. <laughs> I don't have a business card, but I'm going to get one and I'm going to put it on there. You know, you, a lot of you, a lot of people would know you as, you know, Cell in Dragon Ball Z or, or yeah. Handsome Jack, too, you know, really iconic characters. Um, I played a lot of serial killers on TV, too, <laughs> for some reason. Didn't know if you knew that or not. No, but, I, that's what I'm saying. Why yeah. Why is it this lovely bloke, Damien? It's what? fun, dude. It's yeah, fun. I know, I know. You know what I mean? It's just fun to explore that. And uh, I don't know. Cause I'm, I, yeah, I like to think of myself as a pretty nice guy, but I, uh, <laughs> I just have a lot of fun playing those characters. Did you, when did you realize someone like Handsome Jack was this iconic character? Was it straight after the game came out? Was it while you were doing it? Like, cause that, some of those lines are just insane. I've never heard some of this voice work in a game still to this day. I know it's wacky. Well, it's, you know, it's a testament to how it was written too. Um, but yeah, no, man, no clue. Cause I hadn't played the first one. I, I, yeah. you know, I didn't know where this was going, but I guess maybe pre-sequel and yeah. then and they come over the handsome collection. And uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of went all in there for a little while huh? and then tales in the borderlands and all that. It's like, uh, I don't know. You don't want to beat something to death. Right. I don't know if we did or not. Did we? You think we did too much, Handsome Jack? No, I was going to say, when are we getting him again? <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on you know. I have no idea what they're thinking, but it, it has to be done cleverly because you know, you, mm. with that character, you can get into a real joke of Palooza, kind of clowny uh, uh, um, lane if you're not careful. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it needs to. I think one of the things with with Borderlands Two, as opposed to the things that came after it was that there was a uh, there was a pretty decent arc into Tales in the Borderlands was a pretty decent arc too, where you show things like vulner you need to you need to show vulnerability, you need to show um, growth, be it negative or positive. Um, I think you know if you're talking about a DLC or something and you're coming and going, uh, there's not really time to explore that. But uh, I think it's interesting with that character because you can there's a lot of room for it um for exploration there for sure especially with the timothy character so is that is that where you would take it more like a, a more serious tone you think well i mean there's there's moments where obviously that's not the case but uh you know that's my preference is to have uh levels layers to them you know what i mean like 100%. there's side, there's side quests in in, in the second one where uh, you actually think like it's like going to grandma's house or something like that. And you actually think this guy might be halfway decent. And then he pulls the football out uh, a la Charlie Brown at the last minute. I love stuff like that um, where there's, you know, you don't really know what he's going to do next as opposed to, I know exactly what he's going to do next. He's going to say a dumb thing and shoot somebody. You know what I mean? You know, I, I know that everyone always mentions that pretzel uh, line or scene. <laughs> Is there a scene that you wish people would bring up more or that you think was a bit of a hidden gem or line? Dude, I don't remember what I did. <laughs> I <have a> freaking <laughs> clue. <laughs> there was so much wacky make ups at the time. Oh, uh, man. It's so but that's, much that's the best part of it, the freedom that you got, the, the improvisation. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's yeah. a big part of it for sure, yeah. I mean, there was a, there was some pretty cool collaboration and whatnot. Just, I mean, I would say collaboration as much as like improving on the day. 
Um, yeah. You can come up with last minute stuff. It's just funny. I mean, I was just eating in the booth and yeah. threw a line out and, who, you know, who knew? It's just natural. comes across. You don't know what people are going to latch on to and what they're not, you know? Yeah. But I, yeah. I think it's just a matter of like how uh, it uh, genuine uh, the character was and how, and, and how, uh, you know, and again, the writing was, was, it was there. All we had to do was build on it, you know, which we didn't, we didn't need to do that, but we, we had the option of doing that because everybody was pretty cool about it. if it was funny, it stayed in. That was pretty much the, the vibe there. How, how do you balance like, because as you said, he, if, if there was too much of him or if you didn't do it the right way, he might come across as annoying you know, or, yeah. or start to irritate the player. How do you how do you balance that? How do you make that that villain what it is? is? Is it in the writing? Is it in your performance? Is it a mix of the both? Like, it's a mix of both. Where you know, it's we're more or less recording linearly. So, meaning you know, like watching a play rather than how you oh, you didn't do it out of out of order. For the most part, it was pretty linear. Right. So we would get a sense of. Uh, you know, what we've done up to that point where do we need a genuine moment here or do, you know, um, are we coming across too much this way? You know, we need to add a little more depth or layer or, or uh, vulnerability or whatever to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the things about record um, for the most part, you, you know, it is a linear experience because you're not, you don't have to worry about things like, uh, you know, rain days, weather cover, locations, that kind of stuff. So it makes it easier that way. It's like, you know, I think he's coming across a little too one note right now. Let's. That definitely would have helped. That definitely would help. Because usually a lot of games. Any character you want to, especially like with something like Cell as well. You know what I yeah. mean? Because he crosses just sort of, you know, uh, as much as we can, we like to interject different, different vibes, different, you know? Yeah. And yeah. especially with Cell as well because of the different forms that he has. I mean, I I love Dragon Ball Z. Um, I, ha- I haven't caught up with everything, so bear me if I'm, – I'm sure – I think it, there's there's more there's more um, levels to the, to the characters now, isn't there? There's like Max for Cell now. He goes to Max. Yeah, but that's not really – I mean, I, did you see the movie? No, I haven't seen it. I'm looking forward oh, yeah, to it. He just screamed his face off. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? But I mean, it, that must a version of it, but there's no time. He doesn't have any dialogue. Oh, okay, right. So you just literally came into the booth to scream that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, but listen, man, I, I'm just jazzed to be uh, just to be able to keep doing it. Yeah, you know I, I mean? know. Yeah, because I didn't see Jack until I walked into the booth on the first day of recording, and that was kind of the case with even you know uh, Justin. And the producers and directors and whatnot, they it, because they had locked up, you know, locked up so tight mm. that, um, um, yeah, we didn't even, I don't think Justin even knew. I think he said two weeks prior to recording that Cell was even in the movie. Shit. With, with Handsome Jack, with, with Cell, it's interesting because there's a point where these villains, um, become not good guys, but people sort of look past the hideous Handsome stuff. Heroes. They they look past the stuff the the bad stuff and they sort of latch onto them like like a Joker or a Darth Vader where they sort of get away with things because they're just people love them so much. What is it about those two in particular? You think that which two? Sell and Handsome Jack in particular. Oh yeah, dude. I you know like half the time I don't even know. 
honestly, like, I'll, like with the group that Handsome Jack resonates with sometimes, I'm just, I'm so <laughs> pumped about it. But like, if you were to say, hey, what demo do you think Handsome Jack's going to fit in with? <laughs> I would not have come up with the demo that we got. Well, it's pretty first. It, when you go to uh, cons, are they are they just all different people from different walks of lives? Yeah, there's families, there's yeah. there's kids, there's adults, there's yeah. But uh without getting into specifics, it's pretty broad. Um but I, I don't you know, I think a lot of, you gotta start with the writing, honestly, if, if it's not there, you know, um mm. you, you have to be able to plot out what what makes this character redeemable on some level or or relatable or uh, sympathetic, you know, and I think mm. with handsome back, it was with, with sell, it's harder to answer that question because I don't think he's, cause nobody dies in, in yeah. Borderlands or in, in, uh, Dragon Ball. In Dragon so Ball. it's yeah, easier yeah. to kind of forgive someone getting an ass whooping when they get <laughs> up out of the crater and they're like, you know, give a little <laughs> dust off. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not horrific. You're not like you bastard. How could you? Mm. Uh, so sells no worse than say like a Vegeta in that respect. Uh, but I just think, uh, you know, if you can make them entertaining at least and funny, I think with Dragon Ball, yeah. it's gotta be, you know, the, there's gotta be the humor, yeah. you know, hundred percent There's no vulnerability to explore with any of the characters, even if you're a freaking toddler, you know, <laughs> toddler with a power level of <laughs> have they done that yet? I guess they have with the kid kid trunk. Go on. Oh, hey, was he a toddler? Was he? I mean, ten years old. Whatever. Okay, yeah, whatever. Close enough. Yeah. Too young. You. Hey, I I, I asked a few of my subscribers uh, if they had any questions for you, and a lot of them brought up your work as Do people watch the show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I googled you. Yeah, I know you're a big deal. <laughs> but, future future Gohan. I keep I keep hearing. What is it about that role that resonated with people? Because everyone kept bringing this up. Not, you know, obviously the other two, but do you remember your work with that? They, oh, loved, they loved your voice on that. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, it was just, we did a movie on it and uh, yeah. it hit trunks and yeah. You know, so you only did just the one movie for that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, then, uh, and people just and loved then, it. Yeah. yeah. They hired Kyle for it. Yeah. Bloody, you know, bloody Kyle. Far out. Have you talked to Kyle? No, I, I would love to though. I know yeah, you, you guys funny. have been traveling around doing cons, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Every now and again. It's back. Yeah. It's, back. it's back, man. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Is it is it weird though? Interacting with people after doing this Zoom thing? No, so it's once the the weirdness lasts for like maybe a con and then you feel yeah. like, okay, I'm back, you know? What do people come up to you the most for? What role? I'm just curious. Well, Dragon Ball is big right now because of the, the pandemic and everybody really got into anime, man. They're like, what the hell do I watch next kind of thing? And then uh, turns out one of those things was Dragon Ball. Wow. Uh, and, you know, My Hero, Attack on Titan, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. But um, also, uh, you know, I'd say the top. Yeah, the, I mean, Scar, Full Metal, um oh and, yeah man yeah that's, that's sick he's a big one i, a big I one. forgot that you did that man wow yeah you've, you've really had a stellar career man you've knocked off you've ticked off all the boxes um 
and there'll be you know supernatural episode uh that i did it was kind of like a full main character in that which is kind of weird for that show so um can you talk to us about that because i also had a few people talk about that they, you made an impact on that show as well i know it was only short but here. yeah what what was your experience with that because that's a show that went on for a very long time but sustained yeah, yeah. sustained the like audience vampire level kind yeah. of cult following on Didn't that it? one yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was wild. I, you know, I got that appointment. God. So when there's like a main guest star in a show like that, they kind of skew towards stunt casting where they want a name, you know, be yeah. it somebody yeah. off of like a, a recently uh, canceled or still ongoing TV series, something that's kind of recognizable. And the way I even got that appointment, that audition was that somebody just at the last minute couldn't do it. And so there was a scramble and the casting director had seen me in this movie of the week for lifetime. And he was like, I like that guy and I'll just bring him in. And, uh, and it was just, it was a hoot, man. It was a blast. Now they put me up on like wires and cables and stuff. And it's like three in the morning downtown. Vancouver, <laughs> it's yeah. in rain. Shit. I can't say I've seen the show I, because I'm a bit intimidated by the, is it 15 seasons or something like that? <laughs> 14, yeah. 15, something like that. What man. season are you in? Do you know? Four. Oh, okay. So- and they were they were planning on shutting her down right around. I mean, there was talk of that happening. The guys were like, oh, we're exhausted. Really? Like, <laughs> I know. Wow. And I don't know what happened, but they're like, it's four seasons. Look, when you're shooting a show like that in Vancouver, it's like the X-Files. Yeah. Everything happens at night. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually an exterior situation or maybe 50 50, but especially with a show like X-Files, we're always running around in the freaking forest looking for aliens and zombies and stuff. And it's pissing rain. And I know that they were like, we can't shoot in Vancouver anymore. It's killing us. You know, <laughs> I'm getting seasonal disorder or whatever that thing's called. Um, yeah. And at, with with Supernatural, it's kind of like that, too. It's it's, it's yeah. all exterior night shoots pretty much. I mean, or for a large chunk of it, but they hung in there, man. Fourteen years. Hung in there. I don't. I think there's another word for that. Fourteen. If they were tired at season four. I mean, something must have changed. First season, they looked like little babies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then they looked wise. That's amazing. It's like Maverick and Top Gun. They should have opened up like a demon hunting school and just like done the Maverick roll. You know what I mean? (laughs) Man, you just reminded me how how good of a movie that was, Maverick. Oh. Pretty good, huh? I love it. It's them, exactly man. what you wanted it to be. They exactly. threw in any logins. They yeah. just they freaking carbon copied that thing. <laughs> it's I mean, why thank and thank God, you know. Hey, Are you talking about one person that said uh no thanks to that movie? Exactly. It's just a fun movie. It's got everything yeah, for everyone. That's yeah, great. I know you you're a big Yellowstone fan too, aren't you? Like yeah. me. What a great show. That, that must be the best show on TV, I have to yeah. say. Yeah, where'd you pull that nugget from? Oh, I just do a bit of research, mate. I have to do my due diligence. But, you, yeah, you. it's just the... Well, somebody asked me, like, what show I would want to be on, and I was like, Yellowstone. Whoa, mate, of course. R- series regular on Yellowstone. Oh God. Far. We know. Just here's your horse. Here's your horse. There's a couple over there if you want those too, right? Here's your cowboy outfit. I mean, look, we don't ever really fully grow up, do we? No. Nah. So it's, you know, in my brain, I'm still nine <laughs> in certain aspects. When it comes to things like that, I'm like, yeah, where's my hat? Where's my gun? Where's my horse? Let's go. 
Oh man, I, would, I can't wait for the next season. That's that's all I'll say. But um, yeah, some people were saying they didn't like the third season, but I love the whole thing. I think it's dope. Uh, what was it? Nineteen eight? What nineteen eighteen? Yeah, I know the show you're talking about. Yeah, what year? Eighteen nine? Some? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Have you seen it? It was, it was yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it was good. It was very different, which I liked. Um, very different. But yeah, yeah, it's just the Oregon Trail, which the Oregon Trail is. I don't want to go down our history rabbit hole, but it's fascinating to to hear stories and read things about the Oregon Trail, where people would literally walk mm. <laughs> from Texas to Oregon because it was like free land and stuff. And that's the whole thing. Uh, and and uh, what was the percentage of the people that made it? It's like five, you know, mm. it's not. So that's the show, Oregon Trail. Yeah, no, 100%. No, I, another show a lot of people loved you in was How to Get Away with Murder. Um, John, John in that show, how was that experience? And how was that fandom? Because... That was a that was when Netflix was sort of really gaining, right? That was a Netflix show. It was a network show. Um, network show, okay. Yeah. So when I was shooting it, what was it on? NBC, ABC. Maybe like maybe I watched it down here in Australia on Netflix. Maybe I'm. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what it's like. like. Yeah. It went like three or four seasons, I think, something yeah. like that. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, it was a very very talented cast. You know, mm. I, I like doing I like doing procedurals. I'm, uh, you know, they're, they're a lot of fun there, you know, it's, it's like shooting. That was like, kind of like shooting Graceland where you've got a very large ensemble and, you know, Graceland, I'm like the head assistant director of the FBI. This one, I'm, you know, a detective kind of along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not a lot, you know, a lot of it is a lot of it's hit your mark and say your lines when you're doing a show like that. Uh, and you don't get many double, you know, if you're playing times. a government employee, you know, like it's the, the you know, it's, it, there's not a lot of, uh, there's no breakdown moments where I'm, you know, there's no less than zero moments. There's no. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but if you do, it's like, you're not good at it. I did uh, Castle and play a serial killer. You got a lot of room to, to play around with stuff and explore characters or whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm just happy on set, man. I know, you know, yeah, that's what I, like, I was going to say. Yeah. I like working with other actors, especially ones like, you know, like Viola Davis. It's a pretty amazing opportunity. Yeah. She's yeah. a pro. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> what, what if I said, what if I said, no? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, man? Like, but, is, but is she, when I, when, when I say that, I mean, is she on another level to the typical? Well, again, man, you're doing a procedural, so okay, right. um, that's fun, isn't it? I love living in LA. <laughs> Sound of like train passing, <laughs> wind in the trees. It's always a piece of shit car, too. Yeah, the, yeah. You know it's what I mean? Never a Lamborghini. It's a car with the club on the steering wheel that nobody, it's an 83 Corolla. Oh, no. Just with get, spinners on it. Think of it as nice background music, if you can. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, no. what was the question? Oh, that's all good. I, I wanted to oh, talk. So, so, so yeah. when you're working with her, there was mo yeah, there's moments where you can see her, like, you know, it's a, it's a procedural again. So, yeah. you know, there's only so much you can, yeah. you're going to get into. You know what I mean? It's not a feature where you're, 
exploring. It's not my left foot, you know, but she's, yeah, I mean, she's unbelievable. Now, that wasn't the last time you'd play a detective. You played a detective in a, in a little game called Mafia Definitive Edition. Absolutely love that game. Did um, you like it? Oh, I loved it. And your performance, interesting about you, your performance in that. I'm guessing it was mocap, right? Because it looks like you as well, like the, yeah. the face. Like um, a fat version of me. Good, look, just, good, good looking, me. good looking rooster. Uh, just... <laughs> the interesting is you were the only sort of clean character in that, like honest. Was that something they no. told you, or like to prepare for that, or or what? No, no. What, again, what? there's yeah. no chit chat. You you get the script like on the day, kind of. So it's really? it's yeah yeah. But also keep in mind, this is this is a remake of the first one. So there was a Detective Norman in the first one, which I purposely did not look at, see, or whatever. But yeah, I don't want to get skewed that way. No, that that's what a lot of actors do. They don't. They sort of stay away from the source because they don't want to copy it. You know, they don't want to um, exactly. They want their own interpretation. But so they, they they literally gave you pretty much nothing for that, and you just went in and did that, and that was it. Like that's yes. pretty. That's pretty skillful, man. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. man you, yeah. uh, you, don't need, you don't need my praise. And uh, how I got it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very Irish, and there's a lot of Irish people in, in LA. So I was pretty uh, pretty flattered to get that. I mean, my family is Irish, but it's not like you know I'm immersed in the accent twenty four seven. But there's a lot of a lot of voice coaching and dialogue uh, dialect work for that for sure. That's another thing. The only reason I knew it was you because of the face, because the voice was so different with the Irish. But oh, cool! Right yeah. on. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. all right. Let's read some messages from fans just quickly here. That just are you live or something? No, right now? no, we're not live. But I've I've got a few uh, messages here that um, that we should read out. Clark is legitimately one of the best voice actors, if not best actors, I've ever heard in a video game, animated series, or movie. From Jordan. Jesus, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Don't get too much of a big head, all right, from these. Whoa, from this, right? that is one of the nicest things I've heard in a long, long time. Thank you. That is extremely flattering. Thank you. Trixie's Tube. Dam Damien is amazing at yep. his work. Are you going to balance it out now with yeah. a couple of shitty ones? No, 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 no. <laughs> no Here I we go. I couldn't find a shitty one. Uh, he's amazing at his work. He's got a great personality. He's a happy person, freaking hilarious person, kind-hearted person. Big respect to him. Oh, that's sweet. Was that somebody that maybe I met in 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 Australia? Maybe, yeah. Because when did you come down here? Would have been years ago, right? It's too too long now. Yeah. Honestly, did yeah. you come to Melbourne uh, or or Sydney or? I went to Supernova, which is. That could be either. There's one in Bates Vegas and oh, uh, okay, yep, Brisbane, yep. So Adelaide was fun because <laughs> we laughed our asses off. Supernova was great because they take you to like wine country and stuff and the zoo when you're not working. Um, but we were <laughs> we were uh, on the way from the airport, and I'm with one of the funniest people alive. Uh, his name's Gary Jones. <laughs> Uh, he was on Stargate, uh, uh, Stargate Atlantis, and uh, oh. Paul, yep. uh, Paul McGillian, and um, uh, just, just, just so fucking funny. <laughs> so we're in the van with the cast, half of the cast of Game of Thrones, and uh, wow, yeah, 
Uh, oh, it's epic. Uh, but we're, we're doing Adelaide. So we're a serial killer capital of uh, Australia. <laughs> uh, so the the guy that's driving the bus is giving us the, 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 the spiel. Yeah. On, on Adelaide, right? Not a lot going on in Adelaide. No, no. So Sorry, guys, from Adelaide. You, yeah. You got, uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. You got R.M. Williams, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got, uh, the Holden Monaro plant, which apparently closed down. So it, he's driving the bus and he's like, I don't know if you're, he's just, nobody's asking him to do this, but he's like, <laughs> giving the tour. And he's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, the Holden Monaro plant, nobody even knows what the fuck Holden Monaro is. Like, <laughs> I know, because I like cars, but the Holden Monaro plant closed uh. down. A lot of people lost their livelihoods. Uh, a lot of families broken up over that. And if you look to your right, you'll see one of the largest cemeteries <laughs> in, uh, in Adelaide filled with. He did not, really? Took their own lives when the Holden Monaro plant closed down. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Gary he did not. Loses it at that oh point. He loses it because we're already crying, right? I'm just. Oh my god! That's it was so, good. so macabre. Far was, out. We don't know if the guy's kidding or not. That is. Like, is this guy doing a bit right now? Because this is hilarious. Filled with people that lost their jobs. Oh my god, that's funny. Funny man. Shit. I love how that that's the biggest that's the memory, eh? From Adelaide. (laughs) And some guy that tried to fight me for talking to his wife. I was oh god. That'll be like territorial. Yeah. Uh crazy You're all a bunch of (laughs) ex-convicts. Crazy savages. Crazy caught Yara. Damien's yes. We know you're very fond of Australians. We know you're kidding. Damien Clark's voice is a drug. Have you heard that one before? It's a what? A drunk? A drug. Oh. Yeah, I have. Are you making these up? These, these are not made. made. These are not made up. These are not made up. I will send them to you after via email. I met Damien at a convention in Wyoming. He's the coolest person I've ever met. Um, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah. Wow. I remember that. Cal's uh, Damien Clark's. Uh, Cell might be my favorite performance from him ever. Every single line, every single line is delivered perfectly. It was perfectly in quotes. No, I made I put that in. (laughs) My God, you guys, thank you. You guys, stop, man. You're you're starting to like. I'm starting to get embarrassed here a little bit. Two more. This is very, very sweet of, of of everybody to write in and say these things. I I personally. Don't know if I agree with a lot of that, but again, because it's like your own your your own worst critic. But um, it this actually is very sweet. It means a lot to hear that. I really appreciate it. No, hundred percent. Christian Wilson, unpopular opinion. Handsome Jack is not a bad guy. Not unpopular. It's not, is it? I don't think that is. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, T Higgs, how did all those squares make a circle? Does it still bother you? Do you get that reference? Dragon, it's from Cell, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. the oh, the, yeah, the arena. The arena, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yes, yeah, so <laughs> on that, and it drove me nuts. Because <laughs> once you see it, you can't unsee it. <clears throat> yeah, I know, I know. That's kind of a recent thing that started started taking. Yeah, yeah. Did that? Does that still bother you? 
Well, that's to assume that it bothered me in the first place. <laughs> uh, he just assumed that that was something that really upset me. <laughs> Clearly, it must have. Does it still bother you? <laughs> yes. No, I only recently kind of discovered that just from the internet. And yeah. I was like, I never noticed it before. And I'm like, hang on a minute. That's a really good point. They yeah. just they just take things and make it a meme or make it a, a sensation, don't they? It's crazy. Yeah, you never really know what people are going to glom onto. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you? Where are you in in, in uh, Australia? By the way, I'm in Melbourne. Have you been? Okay, to, yeah. Have you been to Melbourne? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Adelaide. Adelaide. So you never been to Sydney? No. Ah, you'll have to come down again. Sensible live there, hey. In Sydney, hey. yeah, Sydney, Sydney's the is the is the town to be, and then Melbourne's not too much better these days either. House prices have gone way up. Um, well, I, it reminds me a lot of, believe it or not, California. Mm. Uh, just Australia in general, fashion sense, uh, attitude, yeah, the way people look and act is very California. Should I, I take that's... it as a compliment <laughs> or not? Sure. <laughs> I don't know if I should. No. Yeah. Well, I know what uh, you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let me take it back a, a step because it's not really the attitude so much as it is just the aesthetic and also mm. the topography. It just kind of reminded me like I was in 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 uh, Los Angeles. Not really Los Angeles so much, but just various no, parts. No, I, I get it. California. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was in a foreign country, let's put it that way. The people are a hell of a lot nicer than they are in LA. So I'm going to walk that back. People here suck. Oh, yeah. And then final one, did Perfect Cell's voice get inspiration from Plankton? I mean, you've probably heard this one before. Look, I did it before Plankton even existed. So how could I have taken inspiration? From uh, I know. That's, that's, I know. Do your right? homework. I know. That's exactly right. Thank you for, Eric, for finally. Uh, no, no, I'll tell you though, I did I did draw inspiration from Terrence Stamp though, from Zod in um, Superman 2. Oh, yes. Yes. I can see that now. Makes sense, right? <coughs> alien that. floats floats around, alien yep. planet, blowing stuff up, killing people. So I was didn't really know what I was gonna do for the third version. And we, we you know, we all pull inspiration from different areas, you know, trying to yeah. Yeah. And who still inspires you to this day? Depends on the role. It depends on the situation. Um, uh, you know, like I'm developing a couple of things right now with some, uh, a couple of my partners. <laughs> yep. Excuse me. I drank that weird. Um, and I'll, I'll pull inspiration from different movies, mm. uh, different screenwriters. And you'd be very careful, obviously, like in the word, you know, inspiration and stealing are, you know, this, you'll see a lot of movies and performances where people just, you know, carbon copy. Um, but I, yeah, it, it depends on the role, depends on the movie, depends on the genre. Um, yeah. And there are like these unattainable freaks like Daniel Day-Lewis that are, or Meryl Streep that are oh, just They're like, very average actors, aren't they? Nah. Nah. Emma Thompson, like, I don't understand that. That's the gold. I don't even know if that's a gold standard or if that's just on another planet. But that's... <laughs> Those people are freaks. <laughs> That's they're not normal. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But performance-wise, it's funny. Like on camera and stuff, it's weird. On camera, voice-wise, I'll, I'll draw inspiration. But like the stuff I do on camera, usually for me, the text, this comes from the text. Mm. And you sit with it. 
you'll marinate it. You know, you, 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 you commit it to memory and you sit with it and then things will occur to you throughout the day. And maybe it's somebody like an eighth or a 20th of somebody you met in the past or a situation you were in. Um, but it just kind of, you sleep on it and you stew, if you've got the time to do that. Yeah. Uh, so the on-camera thing is for me, is it's, it's a bit different that way. And just a couple more questions, Damien, um, cause I know you're a busy man. Is there, is there a, a an important failure that you made in your career or, or that you learned from that's made you the man? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, it's going to say that's How much time you got, dude. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's just, is, is that made you the man you are today is there is there a pivotal uh you never really mistake. get over you never really get over the fear of rejection in any situation and that's mm. a lot of our job uh or just you know uh or or not just the fear of it but the the actual act of it you know a lot a lot of there's a saying like if you if you've never been fired from a show you haven't been acting long enough most of us at some point if we've been doing this for 20 plus years are going to get canned at some point that's kind of a horrific thing but then you you look back on you know like like ray romano got fired from news radio and joe rogan ended up doing that role i'm sure at the time that was kind of devastating but he was all right you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. just that's part of uh, eric stoltz in um in back to the future that one had to hurt <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh there's lots of stories like that but um sure what was it what was the question it was it was well what, what mistakes have i made um yeah there's so many dude honestly i know yeah it really is like i'm gonna keep fucking up uh mm-hmm. there's no end to the, the amount of mistakes that i'll make hopefully i'm getting better at not at recognizing situations and uh problem situations as they arise but there's just so much going on in this business especially on the uh, the film and TV side of it. There's just so many relationships and dynamics and it's like high school. Uh, you, when you show up first day on set and, um, there's just a lot of social cues and stuff. You got to be there. Sometimes I'll miss a social cue with somebody, uh, um, just maybe in everyday life. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, yeah, yeah situation is one way but it turns out it's another way and um yeah this I'm, I'm always going to be learning and making mistakes and, and and screwing up but for the most part i've had a pretty pretty even keel vibe with, with with this job yeah it's such a weird job because there's so much freaking ego um yeah you know you could show up on a set and a person doesn't the lead doesn't like you because you're better looking or more talented or this is not my problems I does have. this this still but happen to this day oh my god yeah dude wow man that's oh, yeah. it's sort of sad unfortunately so a lot of a lot of all that's out of your control or mm. even like you might reckon you uh, because there's so much frigid like a lot of, it's a it's a, pre, uh, a job full of professional misfits right so mm. everybody's in this job for whatever reason but let's face it if we weren't doing this what are we going to do work in a bank like we're all a bunch of head cases at the end of the day so it's every every production is a minefield mm. of you don't know what the hell you're going to step in who you're dealing with if they're going to like you if they're not why they don't like you it's just so but Picking up on social cues and situations is probably one of the things that you'll just will always be like an ongoing 
uh, endeavor and, and just trying not to get, again, trying not to get shit canned from a show. You know? So, so all you can do is just be, be yourself, be nice, be friendly, easy to work with. And, uh-huh. And just yeah. keep your eyes open and your mouth shut um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's so, so it's a, 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 just maybe I'll leave you with a funny story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I first got it started out, I, I got this audition for a lead in the Sandra Bullock movie. And it was, uh, what was it? Cold, cold something. It, it didn't really uh, go as mainstream as a lot of Sandra Bullock movies. Anyway, it was a really okay. big, it was kind of a cool thing. It was when I was living in Texas and, and uh, there was no script. And I'm like, how am I, you know, how am I supposed to audition and prepare for this lead when there's no freaking script? I got no context. You know, it's like, well, there is no script. So my manager at the time was like, hey, man, guess what? I found a script. I'm like, sweet. Turns out the uh, the character has a lazy eye. And this, <laughs> this is how stupid I am. So I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> I can do that. So I shit you not, I go into the audition. Oh, I had to have it memorized because I can't read. I can't read a script like this. It's not, everything's everything's underwater. So <laughs> and, I, and we're talking before the we're talking before the audition. And the poor casting director. I swear to God, this day I felt so bad that I did this. Um, we're talking, you know, hey, you know, blah, 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 good to see you again. I know a couple of producers, right? Okay, so, yeah, you want to get into it? Yeah, great, let's get into it. So, uh, and action, and I go. And you can see, well, I couldn't really see, but apparently their heads were like, like a dog that heard a weird noise. And then I did it, oh, man. I did it more oh. subtly than that. Like, I did it like a, just like a really kind of, like, and so it ends. And instead of like a, hey, good job, it was more like a, huh. oh, God. No, and they're looking at each other like, did I just drop acid? Did I? Oh, man. Did, I just, did somebody just punch me in the fucking head while I wasn't like, what happened? So later on, I talked to the casting director and she was like, yeah, so what happened? <laughs> Not like, hey, good job. Like, usually I, I do a pretty good job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, good for you. Uh, you know, you're a shortlisted or, you know, you'd be, they love you, but this like never have I gotten a, what happened? Oh, man. Scenario. So I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, I thought I was a shoe in I had the cross tie and everything. No one else could do that. <laughs> She's like, what, what happened? I was like, well, I did the, I did the, I did the eye because the guy has the eye. And she goes, oh. what the f- are you talking about? There's no, uh, what are you talking, there's no eye. I got, I got the script that says he's got a lazy eye. She goes, that was like a first draft from like five years ago. The oh, character doesn't man. have a lazy eye, man. And even oh. if he did, I don't think it's cross-eyed. And the lazy eyes kind of go the other way. He goes, it was a disaster. <laughs> you started reading and nobody really knew what the hell was wrong, but they knew something was wrong. Oh. They knew something was wrong. They just couldn't put their finger on it. And I, and I was listening to this, I was like, one day I'm going to be talking to Dan Allen <laughs> in an interview, and I want to tell this story about how stupid I am. And when the casting director says there's no script, just go along with it. Don't like try to get fancy and go and try to find a script that's no longer applicable. Fuck. Like, oh, she no. says, well, what, what would you do if the character had one arm? You're going to chop <laughs> off your fucking arm? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> what an idiot. That is a, a fantastic idiot. story. I'm like that way. 
all the time. I thought I like I was getting ahead of the game, and oh my god! So I think I don't like. I don't even know. Uh, if I ever, like, what yeah. can I say? What so? What did you say to the the person that gave you the script? What what's your relationship with them like now? Because <laughs> I'd be mad. I mean. Far. Well, look, man, ultimately, it's my fault because the casting director said there was no script. I should have just gone along with that. And I should have, should not have tried to go over her head. Yeah, yeah. Dumb move. In any situation in life. Yeah. If you go over somebody's head, you better have a strong plan B. These are just dumb mistakes that I, I, I would make that I wouldn't just wouldn't think about it. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody or whatever. Mm. I'm trying to do the best job I can. So I go and get a freaking script. I wasn't thinking about any repercussions at all because i'm stupid so man what a great story to finish it off mate it's been a pleasure to chat with you today oh, man. man i hope you had a good time i did i did i don't uh, know what the internet's talking about you seem like a really nice guy <laughs> thank you uh, i appreciate that yeah, i appreciate Daddy. that man no yeah you're cool this has been a nice laid-back interview i appreciate it and um, is there anything you thank want you to do so much sorry man thank you yeah. so much everybody that wrote in and said those kind words i am uh just, just thank you so, so much. That's really, really sweet of you. And I, 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 I really, really appreciate it. Thank no, you. Thank you, man. Thanks for giving us up some of your day. And um, before I let you go, can Handsome Jack say anything to Dan as we finish this one off? <laughs> what do you say about Dan? Other than the fact that he's stupid and no one likes him. Except Butt Stallion. Butt Stallion's a huge fan. By the way... But Stallion says hello. By Hyperion, I'm the goddamn hero. XOXO, LOL. Big handsome Jack Smooches. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Have a have a great day, mate. I, I really appreciate yeah. it. Thank, Thank you so much man. for reaching out. I really appreciate it. No, thanks.